Now, welcome to another inspiring edition of Sound Insight with Dr. Tom Curran. Well, let me welcome to the program, Rebecca Anderson. Now, Rebecca, not only is a wonderful Catholic wife and mother, daughter of God, uh, she also works for Sacred Heart Radio. But today, Rebecca is on with me because of her uh, leadership involvement uh, as a as a lay person in the 40 Days for Life movement. Rebecca, welcome to the program. Thanks, Tom, for having me. Rebecca, this is so much fun because normally you're the one that is uh, you're kind of reaching out to me in the most gentle of direct ways saying, uh, Tom, are you going to get this person on the radio? Are you going to get this person on the radio? That's your role at Sacred Heart Radio is you help connect events and uh, folks who are committed to supporting Sacred Heart Radio to come on to the program and so that we can be a platform to get the word out so that folks will learn about important efforts that they can then go and be blessed by. Is that a fair way of saying it? No, that, that is a fair, yeah, that is one of the hats I wear. Yeah. And today's a different hat for you, but yes, yes, that is and, and gentle. Yes. And you're really busy. Anyway, yes, it's, it's a great job and I love it. And um, yeah, I love working with you too. So. Well, and here's the funny thing is that, you know me, I'm going to always use these things as, as a metaphor and analogy here. So today you're here because you want to help, Wonderful Catholics listening on Sacred Heart Radio and others, because there are others who listen to Sacred Heart Radio as well, not just Catholics, who uh, are going to find out about, maybe for the first time, but for, for those of you that have walked with me on uh, on this program over the course of 20 years, that uh, you know about uh, my uh, love and support of the 40 Days for Life. I call it a movement, uh, an initiative, a ministry, an apostolate. There's so many different words you can say about it. That is going to be, again, another kind of opportunity. Normally, it's, oh, buy this book or go to this retreat or go to this special event happening at a parish. Today's another one of those opportunities, but it's a little bit different than other ones because this is going to mean for you an opportunity to get engaged in a very Lenten way through prayer, fasting, or almsgiving in a different type of movement that is connected to the gospel of life and of rescuing, uh, rescuing so many women who are in a crisis pregnancy and the babies in their wombs from the horror of abortion. Uh, Rebecca, talk about what is the 40 Days for Life uh, initiative? All right. Well, 40 Days for Life is very simple. It's a grassroots effort. My elevator speech is it's a peaceful, prayerful effort to end abortion locally. Uh, 40 Days was started in Texas. Uh, 2008 was the first uh, vigil that we had here in Washington State. We had a couple locations. Basically, the, the, the foundation of, of 40 Days is prayer and fasting, public witness, and community outreach. And so it's really an opportunity to um, be literally a person on the sidewalk. But again, we start in prayer and fasting, which again, which is why Lent is such a great time. It actually started in Lent, the first 40 Days for Life campaign, because the prayer warriors in Texas knew that they needed they needed prayer. And so they went to God and they said, God, what can we do? This abortion clinic's coming. What, what can we do? And they felt on their heart, God saying, pray and 40 days, right? That is biblical. That, that, that is, that is our Lenten journey. So that's what we do. And we're all volunteers. Um, and we just have this heart of God prompting us to, you know, be bold, be boldly pro-life in our own communities. And so my, my Planned Parenthood is actually in Linwood. I've sort of adopted it spiritually because I don't want it there. 
but it is in my community. And so each one of us that are part of the 40 Days for Life in Washington State have just you know, taken that bold step and said, yeah, that Planned Parenthood needs to go, but we need to serve those women who are going there. And, and also, Tom, there are women that drive by that have had abortions. You're, you're a sign of hope or maybe even a little bit of a conviction to them, right? And so again, it's prayer and fasting when you're on that sidewalk because you truly don't know who God, who God is going to bring you when you're standing there. So brothers and sisters, as you are listening to Rebecca talk today, uh, it's one of those things that I think maybe has happened in the past year is that uh, the issue of abortion as a political issue has shifted in a mighty way through the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which is, again, an amazing gift, but it's not the end of the battle. In fact, it's just shifted the battle. But one of the things that doesn't shift is the legal right for women to go to a place like Planned Parenthood or other abortion clinics and in the face of a crisis pregnancy or of a personal decision to end the life of the child within their wombs. And 40 Days for Life is one of the efforts, one of the important efforts that is ongoing, that continues today, even after the ending of the legal overturning of Roe versus Wade, to stand and be present with the love, the light, and the truth that Christ has uh, brought to the world and continues to shine into the world to reach out to women that are in these situations to say, we're here, we're for you, and we want to be, if you will, a hedge of protection against even you taking an action that could be so destructive, not only to the baby within your womb, but to your own life as well. Rebecca, the idea of standing in front of an abortion clinic in a peaceful, prayerful witness is something that I think for most of the folks that are listening, still a foreign idea. When did this foreign idea become something that was known to you? And what was it that gave you the, the impetus or the courage to say, you know what, I, I should do that. I should I should take that step and show up on a sidewalk outside an abortion clinic, outside of Planned Parenthood, and there pray. And what happened? Well, gosh, I, I'm going to have to think think back on that. Um, God, it was a gentle nudging from God for, me, for many, many years, probably. Um, it was my own connection to an abortion during college, which yeah, I hadn't really resolved yet in my own heart with you know receiving healing for participating and all those kinds of things stirring. But God left little breadcrumbs. But finally, I think what it was is I was in a Catholic homeschooling community and these really gung-ho Catholics were like, we're going to do a 40 days for life in Everett 24-7. Let's sign up. And it's like, okay, so part of a group. And so I picked the time that was convenient for me and went up to Everett, which is a very, it's a, it's a very active clinic. And there's anyway, it's, it's an adventure up there. Every, every sidewalk's an adventure. And um, I picked the time I wanted and then God blessed me so beautifully with a group that had been praying there for like probably four years, every Thursday from like 10 to noon. And one of the guys' names was Michael and they just loved on me and I wasn't alone. And they just sort of like brought me into their fold. And that's how, you know, God got me to the sidewalk was through community. So. I love that, Rebecca. I think that in, <laughs> in a certain sense, what you're saying, I mean, you're in a certain sense, a, a type of community to, to folks that are listening, right? So folks, if you're listening and yeah. it's like, 
what what Rebecca experienced, you might feel like, well, I don't have community. I, I I'm just listening to Rebecca speak and and you, Tom, speak, and and this is something that we've done with our kids. We've actually taken our kids out to the sidewalk, and there's something that's very powerful about the witness of a family, even you know parents with their little kids. Um, on a sidewalk in in prayer and the, it, just the freedom and the joy and the spontaneity of little kids. Um, it, it's just, there's a witness to life. There's a witness to faith. There's a witness to uh, literally the light of Christ that shines forth when there is this beautiful communion of persons, this fellowship and community. Um, Rebecca, for folks who are thinking, well, I, I don't have that community. I don't have that sense of connection. How can they uh, get connected with someone that is part of the 40 Days for Life campaign so that they wouldn't feel like, I, I really don't know what to do or how to even get started, even if I wanted to. Okay, so really simple. You can just go to 40daysforlife.com um, slash locations. And I can give you, um, we have 12 actually spring vigil locations. I know each one of those leaders personally and all of us you know, all of us come alongside someone who's never been on the sidewalk. We don't leave anyone on the sidewalk alone. So really, we, we just and, and from there, you will find community and you will find people. I know people now who last vigil in the fall, they didn't have anyone. And now they're making connections this fall, this spring with other people that they meet at our rally. Our rallies have already happened. But again, I would just encourage anyone listening, just go to 40daysforlife.com slash locations and look for the the nearest Washington state, if you're, if you're listening, Washington state or wherever you're listening from we have, there's 656 vigils all over the world going on right this very moment. And I can guarantee you that every one of those leaders is a beautiful person who's boldly, boldly, boldly pro-life and who wants to help onboard you to the sidewalk. So, Rebecca, here's the interesting thing. So, folks, first of all, if you uh, go to 40daysforlife.com, the website is the number 40, 40. Yes. And then it's daysforlife.com, 40daysforlife.com, just as a, oh, by the way. And um, when you do that, you, you will find that Catholics do make up, a, a, a you know, an important bulk of the folks that, that show up there. But I've found that. Uh, it's more than just Catholics that show up at events like this, that there are an increasingly number of evangelical Christian brothers and sisters who have also felt this conviction that abortion is the is the Holocaust of our time, but it has been sanitized. It's just been sanitized through mainstream media and liberal media and to such devastating effects, such damaging effects on our culture. It's truly a culture of death when abortion, uh, Mother Teresa, right? St. Mother Teresa, that, you know, when, when a mother can kill the child within her womb, right? What does that say about the the times in which we're living? Uh, that if, is anything possible. So when you think about this issue of abortion as, as an issue of our time, 40 Days for Life is a way that any one of us and every one of us can be part of God's response to this moment. There are different ways of being involved. There are the political advocacy types of groups. There's the uh, crisis pregnancy center efforts to be available for women and walk with them through their pregnancy and help them get the support they need to bring their child to birth. But there's also the effort to help change the minds and hearts of those who are the most committed to 
the legal slaughtering of of babies. And Rebecca, one of the, the beautiful testimonies that we hear about again and again is that 40 Days for Life has an incredible impact, not only on the women that approach these abortion uh, centers of Planned Parenthood, but the people, the staff that inside also become incredibly impacted and, and will share stories about the difference it makes when there are prayerful people peacefully praying outside of an abortion clinic. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, no, that is great. I also want to, in backing up quickly too, so I want to say that, you know, it is, this is an ecumenical, 40 Days for Life is an ecumenical effort. And, and I really see Tom from the, from the ground, on the ground, boots on the ground, me, that it is connecting churches. It is connecting Catholics and Protestants and, you know, one-off churches and all these people are coming together. And so I really do believe that, you know, this issue of life will unify, you know, the church in, and, and that is a beautiful thing that God, that God is doing through this horrible, horrible thing of abortion. But yeah, so 40 days for life, we know spiritually that when we were on the sidewalk, we've heard from former abortion workers, things don't go well in their clinic. Things kind of get messed up in their clinic because again, we know Tom, this is a spiritual battle. And, uh, and, and again, so just, even if you, we don't think anything is happening when we're standing outside publicly by our rights, we still have those rights in our country. Other countries are not, they don't have those liberties. And so again, our sidewalk is public and we do have, you know, we, we have the right to stand there, but yeah, things do happen. Um, abortion workers come out of it. I know from some abortion workers that have left, they, um, 40 days for life was the first organization they approached for help. We're, we're there for everyone on that sidewalk. We are life missionaries for everyone. And so, yeah, it, it's, so just, that's the cool thing about it is, you know, we know God, we know we're not him, but we know he is using our little ways of standing on the sidewalk to do things both in and outside of that clinic. Well, it just, uh, when you mentioned the uh, reality of the ecumenical effort, so out here in Spokane, the group that is providing leadership over the 40 Days for Life campaign is a group called Path of Life. And it's an amazing group. I, I've had a chance to be connected to them for a few years now. And they do so much to help foster life for not only uh, uh, women in crisis pregnancies, but so many other groups. And they, uh, they've been waiting for and were able to lease a space two doors down from Planned Parenthood. And they did that intentionally. Wow. So that mm -hmm. they could be a counter sign, a sign of life and and welcoming of life and flourishing, and so I I just shout out yes and amen that uh, we Catholics share so much in common with brothers and sisters in Christ that we can't just be uh, focused on the things that divide us, but link arm in arm and work together on the things that unite us, especially when it comes to rescuing. Uh, the little ones, rescuing the little ones from facing the, the tragedy and the horror of an abortion. Uh, Rebecca, for yeah. those who are um, who are thinking about a next step, right? So uh, when you're when you're saying the uh, this particular campaign, it began on uh, Ash Wednesday, otherwise mm -hmm. known this year as Valentine's Day. Saint, Saint, Saint Valentine's Day. It's a Saint. Saint right? Valentine's Day. I just, I love that because it is a, it's a beautiful uh, concept of the idea of entering into the desert that Christ has set aside for us. This Lent is about love and it's about love that's willing to sacrifice. 
And so folks, as you are praying, as you are fasting, and as you are extending yourself in love towards your neighbor, I'm going to ask you to please include in your prayers, at least start with that. Pray for the 40 Days for Life campaign that's already begun. It's just a week in, so it's not too late to get started. Just like it's not too late to get started with your Lent, it's not too late to get started in participating in the 40 Days for Life campaign that's happening. At least pray. The second is maybe offer something up today by way of fasting. Restrain yourself in some way. Maybe no sugar in the coffee. Maybe forego dessert. Maybe have a smaller portion at lunch. Maybe just skip that dessert. There's some effort of fasting, but do so with a very specific intention. Offer it up for the spiritual fruitfulness of the work of 40 Days for Life. But then lastly is almsgiving. You might be wondering, and this might be the, the most challenging one, like how am I supposed to extend myself in love? We often think of our of that effort principally as let me give some money. You know, it was the rice bowl collection, right? Growing up uh, or mm-hmm. some other form of uh, donation that I would make. Maybe, maybe this year it's going to be donating a bit of your time and attention and energy to be a public witness to correspond to the prayer and the fasting, extend yourself this year to stand on that sidewalk, get connected with your local campaign and do that. You just might find that that'll lead to a spiritual breakthrough, a, a an advancement in your own growth and holiness and in the fruitfulness of the mission that is yours. And I tell you, you, you will end up with a story to tell that is a frontline story of the way that faith touches life and lives get impacted. Lives get impacted, maybe in very dramatic ways. And it will shake loose a sense of, oh, we're just peacefully coexisting with all the folks that are around us in this world. No, there's something very powerful about standing up specifically as a Catholic when it touches social issues like this where there are literally lives and families and our culture at stake. Rebecca, I'll give you the final word today as we, uh, as we're finishing up our time talking about the 40 days for life campaign. All right. Well, thanks Tom again. I appreciate it. And again, if if this is something that doesn't seem like, Oh gosh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, Maybe another step is just sign up at 40 daysforlife.com and get on the mailing list because every day during this campaign, you're going to see you're going to see how God is moving on these sidewalks. And maybe that's going to give you a little bit more courage. Maybe you'll see a Washington State vigil on um, on the national email list. We, we, we have had some, some great things happen. And again, just quickly, um, that's happening in Bellevue, in Bellingham, in Centralia, in Ellensburg, in Everett, in Linwood, in Mount Vernon, in North Seattle, in Renton, in Spokane, in Tacoma, and in Wenatchee. So again, Thank you, Tom, so much for your time. And I'm just encouraging people to step out and be bold for life in our state. Amen. That's Rebecca Anderson joining me today on the program. Rebecca, thank you for your time. And thanks for your commitment to 40 Days for Life and rescuing the little ones.